Welcome back to another episode of the PNW Hockey Show. Um, this is the third episode. Uh, basically, a recap of the season, improvement that teams are making. It's obviously a short one. I, I don't have many notes. But I think we're just going to get started right away. The Silver Tips, that's the number one thing to talk about right now for me, in me personally, just... I'm a big fan of them, obviously. Um, and if you're listening to this and you are not a fan of the Silver Tips, then get out. <laughs> um, Silver Tips have traded Braden Holt and uh, Braden Holt to the Victoria Royals for Tyler Palmer. Uh, very recently, uh, they each have played two games for their respective current teams. Braden Holt has, oh, sorry, Tyler Palmer in two games played has two losses, 75 shots allowed, 12 goals for a 0.840 save percentage. Not doing bad. I think he's going to do great. Obviously, with less games, with less samples, you're going to have less accurate information as opposed to quite a lot of games. But I think he's going to fit in well with Everett, although I really, really miss Braden Holt. Um, and now Braden Holt, speaking of, for the Victoria Royals, also two games played. He has one win and one shootout loss, so he is doing already making a big difference in the Victoria Royals. Um, he has 68 shots allowed, so a little bit less than Palmer. Uh, three goals out of 68 shots. That is a whopping 0.956 save percentage. Again, that's it's less accurate the less you have, but I it does represent him. <laughs> Obviously, recently with the Silver Tips, he hasn't been doing the best. Um, but I think he's fitting one, fitting in well, accustoming to Victoria um, and just British Columbia. Uh, Silver Tips are halfway through the season in terms of games played. Uh, so they have 34 games so far with a 16-17-1 record. So they have lost one in overtime, 17 losses and 16 wins. I think that that's not the best compared to last year. But again, a lot of their losses have come recently from fatigue from the road trip. Uh, so, they, I mean, they still won a lot of games, but again, fatigue, right? First road trip that the silver tips have made as a as a result of covid related issues um that's so in three years that's the first road trip they've had um also the absence of dennis williams and anaheim ducks prospect olin zellweger uh they're currently playing in world juniors right now for team canada zellweger is uh, basically anchors the blue line, the defensive side. Uh, especially, he is doing exceptional leading the power play up top, looking for redirections and all that. 
he's he did that last World Juniors, which was delayed to summer, again for COVID-related issues. Uh, he's been doing great on the power play and on the defensive end. Um, and with, with that said, with their absence, the tips right now, Austin Roost leads the team in points after being passed over in the NHL draft. So it's, I think he's doing well in proving himself despite not being drafted the past several years that he was eligible. Uh, Ryan Hofer, uh, 2021 and 2022 Silver Tips Most Improved Player Award winner, and Ben Hammerling doing well both on the line after both being drafted in the same round in the 2022 draft. Ryan Hofer has 33 games played, and so does Hammerling. Hofer with 30, 31 points, and Hammerling with 29. Uh, Hofer has a plus-minus of negative 10. Uh, I guess you could say just because the silver tips are being scored on a lot, I think that is one problem. The defensive end needs the most work. I think they're trying to fix the goaltending situation, but again, they are lacking defensive effort, strength. Hofer is really the only big boy on the team. With he's six foot three and one hundred ninety two pounds. Uh, the the Silver Tips are lacking those kinds of players. A lot of their new players are rookies or just younger guys who have a chance to grow in the Western Hockey League, which is great. But they're lacking older, some of the older guys who are supposed to just be really uh, physical on the ice. I, that's how I feel. Also, their forechecking needs work, um, I feel. Um, Nico Hootenen, former Silver Tip, uh, and a Bolts prospect, like uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, has... Two points in four games for Finland uh, in the World Juniors. His absence is noticed never. He's made. He's left a big mark in one year, and so has Alex Swetlikov. He's doing great in the e, uh, ECHL right now. Uh, Jackson Berezowski is the one who's kind of doing the stuff that Nico Hootenen was doing, getting just in the net front, deflections, rebounds, everything that Nico Hootenen was doing. And Ryan Hofer is the one that's doing the one-timers, the filling in the absence of one-timers that Nico Hootenen left. Um, another note, Ethan Makakis was called up to the Everett Silver Tips very recently. So great to see those young guys uh, getting into higher, higher levels of play. Uh, I really wish the best for them. It's, it's really great. Uh, to be exposed to such a higher level of play with such, like, I mean, a lot of people, uh, a lot of really good players in the NHL right now and in other high, uh, really, really high-ranked leagues came from the WHL, and that was, that's, the WHL and the CHL in general is pretty much just two or one steps, well, one step down, if you're really that good, you're just going to go straight to the NHL, which I doubt. But really, really close to the NHL. It's great to see young 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds exposed to such fast action and fast-paced play. And now for the Seattle Kraken. 
Seattle Kraken are doing re- relative, relatively well uh, compared to last season. Uh, they're playing against the Islanders at the time of this recording. Note that all of the statistics in this recording is only accurate are only accurate as of January first, two thousand and twenty-three. Um, the so yes, yeah, the Kraken are playing the Islanders right now. Um, they're obviously. You can, you, I mean, the goal, their goal of this year is to make the playoffs. Last year was just to get accustomed to the league. Um, I think they're trying to make the playoffs this year, which would be a great milestone. Uh, if they do win tonight, they surpass the Avalanche. Uh, specifically, if you go to the standings right now, the top eight, well, the wild card teams in the Western Conference are Edmonton, uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche are not playing today, and they have 41 points. The Kraken have 40. If they win against the Islanders, then they will get into the wild card area. Now, again, we're just barely halfway through the season. Um, so, obviously, you wouldn't be thinking of getting the specific stats and everything ready to get into the playoffs and all that. But I think it could instill some confidence in the in front of a home crowd if they win tonight. Uh, just give them a bit of hope. Uh Speaking of the Seattle crowd, former Seattle Thunderbird Matthew Barzal, who leads, who's sort of leading the Islanders, is playing at the Kraken right now. So I uh, think it's great for him to come back home to where, not home, but where he used to play in juniors. Juniors is a big part of your life, of course. It kind of defines the rest of your career as a hockey player. Um. And Morgan Geeky, also a former WHL player from the Kraken, doing well for the for the Kraken specifically. Um, he does lead the Kraken in plus minus with seventeen. Uh, former Tri City American. Again, I love I love my WHL players. Okay, regardless of the if like the rivals of the Silver Tips. The U.S. division is a tough conference to play in. I mean, division. I I just like all WHL players equally. Um, the Kraken do need to work on some things, though. Specifically, their special teams. The Kraken are literally dead last in the whole league uh, in penalty kill. Uh, their percentage in the penalty kill is 67.9. So their special teams needs work. Their power play does need work too, as they are, I I mean, they're not that close to the bottom, but they are 22nd place in the NHL with power play percentage with 20.4. So they they could probably work on their special teams specifically. Um. They do manage to keep their shots against per game at the fourth least, so they have not many shots against. So goaltending could use a, a little bit of work. Um, but again, the Kraken are doing really well. Um, so that's that. And now the Washington Huskies men's hockey league, uh, men's hockey team is doing also very well. 
specifically this season. In Division Two, they are ninth place in the ACHA out of 184 teams. So they are really high up there. And I understand why they have Logan Maloney, a rookie who has already made a name for himself in the group. He he is fourth place in points. And I can only imagine how far he's going to get in the future. If he's a rookie and he's fourth place in the team in points, he's going to do so well for them in the future. And then another uh, three specifically older Guys, I guess you can say on the team, Eric Prigadich, uh, Michael Shippey, and Aaron Morris leading the team. Those are the other three that are ahead of Maloney in points. They were, I mean, again, assistant captains, ca- captains, like, they're leading the team, not just on, on the ice, but even off the ice. Their next home game is on the 13th at Kraken Iceplex. Tickets are $5. I recommend you go. It's very entertaining to watch the Washington Huskies. Not much to say about them specifically because they're just doing well in general. They're 16-3 and out of 19 games played. So they're doing really, really well. Um, I think their offensive production is what really holds them up especially. I remember one night they had over 80 shots on net which was absolutely shocking. Shots on goal, over 80, that's really, really, that's a lot. Um, So overall, to recap this episode, uh, New Year's sort of uh, episode, to recap 2022, specifically later, uh, the late 2022, uh, so the 22-23 season, so far, seasons are roughly halfway. Um, Washington Huskies are doing pitch perfect in Division Two. Um, in the ACHA, they, I don't think they really need much to work on, at all. Um, Everett is slightly slacking off a little bit compared to, I mean, what people are used to seeing in them. What with defensive, just really big guys, they're used. Most people are used to having big guys in Everett, which they are not really having this year. Defensive ever and strength and big boys like Hofer. <laughs> um, I think they are uh, hopefully on their way to fix their goaltending woes. Um, they have produced really great goaltending in the past with uh, Carter Hart, who's now literally a starter in the NHL with the Flyers. He's doing pretty well, a bright spot on the roster. Um, the Flyers aren't being too successful, but he's a bright spot. Um, they have produced Dustin Wolf, who was American Hockey League Goalie of the Year. Um, I, I'm speechless about him, too. I think he'll do well in the Calgary Flames pretty soon. Um, so I think Tyler Palmer could use that to drive him and to become a great goalie. Um, so the Silver Tips, yes, they need to work on defensive the defensive side. Their offensive side 
not producing as much, but I feel the absence of Zellweger and Williams, they anticipate the return of those two. Uh, so until then, I think they're going to have to step up. Uh, obviously, they, they can't. doesn't mean that they just can start slacking off when they come back. But now the Kraken, greatly improving. I think they're going to make... I think they're going to reach their goal of making the playoffs, the postseason this year. Uh, just special teams, power play, penalty kill. And other than that, also, they could work on goaltending, I feel. Um, but yeah, that's the episode, the third episode of your PNW Hockey Show. Thank you for listening. Uh, relatively short episode. Well, relatively, it's a long episode for me, but compare it to others it's long i mean short um (laughs) anyways um happy new year happy holidays and i'll see you sometime soon